Hey everyone, it's Heather and Eden here with New Age Know How, and we are bringing you the weekly energetic forecast ahead for Forecast Fridays. Uh, this is going to be based in the week of the 21st through the 28th, and yeah, we're just going to hop right in here. Um, we're going to give a little bit of a basic interpretation for anyone that's new to astrology that doesn't particularly know their chart that well. Um, there is a good resource. You can go to astro.com to get your actual chart wheel. And you can also go to cafeastrology.com if you're more of a beginner and get a nice little column table chart. It can tell you your sun, moon, Venus, Mercury, Mars, all your placements. That way you can kind of implement them into what we're discussing, seeing if you have any particular signs that really relate with these and um yeah so we're gonna hop right in here we're going to get into let's see so the basis for this week i would say energetically it's going to be aries capricorn pisces cancer libra and virgos that are going to be experiencing energetically a bit of a shift yeah we're going to be seeing that with probably the most intensely yes <clears throat> Let's see, we have, okay, so basic understanding for anyone that's starting out. Uh, the sun sign is pertaining to your ego, your core self. Any moon placements are going to be something that affects you a bit more emotionally. Mars would be affecting your energy, your drive, your zest, your vigor. Uh, then we have Venus, and Venus is going to be pertaining to a little bit of self-worth relationship issues. And then your Mercury is how you would process and communicate with others. And then let's see. Oh, we also have Chiron here too. Yeah, Chiron is the beautiful wounded healer. Yep, and Chiron's the big player right now <laughs> yes, too. So definitely watch out for that. If you can find your birth information, especially your birth time, that's going to give you a lot more information. If you can't, that's okay too. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Ch Chiron's going to be the big one right now. So definitely pay attention to your Chiron specifically because it's going to help you kind of figure out, of course, where your wounding is. Yes. But, um. And then but, how to work through and heal as well. Mm -hmm. What parts and aspects you need to really address moving forward. So we're going to hop right into this T-squared that's currently going to be affecting us all. Uh, we have, uh, Capricorn, Mars, Aries, and Chiron, and you have your North Node in Cancer right now. Yep, and what a T-square basically is, is it is one opposition, meaning in a pie chart, you have one planet or um, node or um, what's it called? Placement, it, like, sign, any, Yeah, house. any kind of placement, any kind of yeah. placement is in direct opposition, meaning 180 degrees mm -hmm. from the other one. And with the square aspect here is 90 degrees. So with the T-square, you have one opposition and two squares. And where the two squares meet at the top of the triangle is the apex of the T-square. Mm -hmm. And the apex is where most of this energy is getting placed. It is where the most intensity yes. of this aspect is getting put. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Big and, release. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. And Chiron happens to be the apex. So, <laughs> yes. this is the wounding, um, the parts of, of people that when they come into the world, they are finding that they're... Dealing, it's, a lot of times it's subconscious with Chiron. You yes. don't realize you're having these issues. And it can be trauma. It can be things where maybe you come in with, I know for me personally, a cancer Chiron for me was childhood trauma. Trauma mm -hmm. when it came to family and relationships in that aspect. It could be family wounding too. Yes. About like patterns within the family. 
So, um, but and yeah, for right now with, with Chiron being an Aries, we're seeing issues with assertion. You could be overly assertive. You could be under assertive. It's difficulty with the divine masculine. Yes. And it's a big call for divine masculine healing all around on both sides. And when I say masculine, it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, just a man. Um, when it comes to masculine feminine energies, we carry both within us. Some people have more feminine prominence. Some people have more masculine prominent. And what it boils down to is issues when it comes to your masculine principles. So, you know, you're, again, your assertiveness, yes, your self-esteem, your self-worth, how you express yourself. A divine masculine, when they are in their power, they are not commanding. They are not demanding. They do not just take control for the sake of having power. It's almost like they are, you know, handed it because they just naturally assume the role. They are natural born leaders. They naturally lead the way and guide from a place of compassion and love. And that's where the healing's taking place. It's coming from a more compassionate place versus a more ego, 3D kind of um, ego place, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so with that Mars and Capricorn too, you're going to find that there's almost, again, a battle because Capricorn is also an emperor card. So it is a masculine principle as well. You're going to find when it comes to asserting yourself energetically, maybe experiencing resistance if you are coming across too strong or if you're coming across too eager, too forceful in situations. Mm -hmm. And then we have the Cancer North Node, which is beautiful because this is almost calling for people to really hone in and mother themselves a little bit. You know, that's that's part of the release. That's part of the beauty and the flow in the situation, I oh, would yeah, say. Oh, yeah, because you have the Capricorn-Cancer duality. Yes. They are the exact opposite. One is the mothering, kind of divine feminine, mm -hmm. soft. Flowing and yes. eternal. And then you've got the other side of the Capricorn where it's kind of the go-getter. It's the person that's normally in charge. Like you said, it's the emperor. Yes, yes, very take charge. Whereas a Cancer kind of takes charge of other people's emotions and, yes. and nurturing others. Capricorn is very self-assertive. And so the, the duality there is really beautiful because it, it calls for a balance. You know, it's about balancing your masculine and your feminine energies. That's where a pivotal point of alignment takes place. And all alignment really is, is getting to a point in yourself where you feel like you're healing. You're actually consciously and mindfully working through your issues. Exactly. And so really like right now, if you, you know, are able to find out where your planets are, if you have... Sun, Moon, Venus, Mars, or Mercury, or even Jupiter to an extent, in Aries, you're going to find probably more so than other people, mm -hmm. you're going to be feeling resistant. You're going to be feeling these, these moments where things just aren't going your way. And what you're being asked to do is instead of going in your natural way of being and attacking a situation and trying to forcefully make it work. Being the warrior. Yep. Yeah. You have to flow with life and let it be and just let things outside of you do what they're going to do. Of course, you know, we need to actively participate in life. We don't want to just like, you know, dip out. And yeah. <laughs> but we want to try to be in more of a Cancerian type mindset yes. where that's where the North Node is. So that's where you're moving towards. And they are cardinal water, which means Cancer has the fire. They have the drive. 
but it does stem from a more emotionally and flowing place. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, the ability to really not only recognize the emotional natures or energies going on around you, but then it's actually taking steps to implement growth or change or recognizing how to handle a situation versus reacting. It's, you know, learning to be less reactive and more proactive. I would say that a lot of the resistance when it comes to Aries and, you know, the things you're experiencing, it's more of a redirection, taking the energy that is normally placed externally to you and it's going inside to harness it, to focus more on your healing mm -hmm. and the wounding and, you know, finding own awareness there and using that power to work through those issues. Yep. And if you have any kind of Capricorn placements, mm -hmm. you're probably going to be feeling this aspect in a way that is more... Um, I would say it was fear-based. You're working through not um, aggressively attacking and going after situations that aren't working out, but but from a place of fear, where yeah. if you're afraid of failure, if you're afraid of things not happening the way that you expect them to happen, Capricorns naturally have a tendency yes. of <laughs> trying to fix it. They're workaholics. Yes. They constantly are work, 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 work all the time when it comes to that kind of thing, especially I can attest to that. I have a Capricorn moon. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> it definitely is hitting me hard in that way right now. And if you have cancer placements, you're probably going to be comfortable yeah in this type of thing it's it, it you're naturally somebody that is more of a go with the flow type person you're super comfortable with the emotional stuff you're super yes. comfortable going internal and, and you know going back into your shell mm -hmm. and reevaluating how you feel yeah. and you know kind of seeing the world from more of an emotional perspective so this might not be affecting you as badly but you're still going to be feeling the intensity yeah. of it. And, and then with Libra. That's what I was about to say. On the opposite side. my Libra. I have a Libra moon. Libra moon. So there yes. you go. So yeah, with Libra being in opposition to, to Chiron. Yep, to Chiron and Aries, you're actually going to be having a different type of energy. You're being asked to step up into your power. Yes. To be a little bit more assertive. To not, and it, Libra's naturally the peacemaker. Yes. Libra yes, wants to keep the peace and make sure everything's balanced and make sure everybody's happy. Everything's fair. And in this situation, you're going to be asked to be more concerned about your wants and needs. Yes. What do you want? What do you want to go after in life? What are you thinking mm -hmm. that you are, are feeling is more most important to you instead of worrying about what other people want all the time? Yes, because Libra is also, if you think about the opposition, because they are the opposite sign of Aries, and I'm sure, you know, it's a basic concept. I mean, most people do know their opposite sign. Um, with that aspect, you think about it, if it's a square, well, then Capricorn will be affecting and squaring a lot of Libra placements too. Right. And so it's also going to be, yeah, it's going to be literally a kick in the ass to really assert yourself, and it's going to be pushing you towards taking substantial steps in what you want to do in this life you know your goals and also i mean focusing internally it, like with me a libra moon placement with mars there it would really force me to work through my emotions and do it in a way where i can release almost instead of going internal to figure it all out it's addressing and then externally using that energy towards something yeah. creating something you know using it in a very positive and impactful way yeah libra and aries are almost asked to be doing the opposite yes. of what their natural <laughs> yes. way of being is aries being yeah. aries warrior, being asked to yes. just chill out peacemaker mode and Peacemake libra mode. is yes. being asked to fire up yes yeah and and be more assertive so yeah and then um we, we also have, have Venus Aries. Yeah, yes. Venus and Aries right now is happening too. And what's going on with that is we're having a Venus Aries 
square um, Jupiter, Jupiter and Capricorn. Capricorn. So yeah. Jupiter is normally a very happy-go-lucky sign. Yes. It's normally very positive. It's very expansive. You've got any, – anytime you think about like a Sagittarius-type person, they're just very adventurous. Yes, they're, they're very, the wanderer. Yeah, they're always yeah. a positive energy. It's a fire energy. But with Jupiter and Capricorn, you've almost got somebody that's like worried about whether or not things are going to end up in a positive way. Yeah, it, it, it changes a little bit, even though it's still a positive thing and it still thinks that everything's going to work out. Mm-hmm. There's this kind of fear that might be happening. It kind of dilutes that energy yeah. and it kind of it kind of reels it back a little bit. So if you take in the aspect of like the Jupiter and Capricorn, and you think about the North Node and Cancer. I would say with Jupiter and Capricorn specifically, it is reaping what you sow. It is energetically putting yourself in the right situations and investing in the right, you know, whether it's a job or whether it's a connection. It's being mindful and investing yourself where you truly want to be, somewhere you truly want, you know, to see things fruition and blossom and grow versus just putting yourself into work to busy your time. You know, you're, you're going to want to be very mindful moving forward with that. And, and cancer really asks that of us to tune into what we want, especially in the North Node, because that's where we're headed. And in order to get to where you want to be, you have to mindfully invest your time and your energy into things that matter. And with Jupiter, too, um, a lot of people in Western astrology have a tendency of looking at Jupiter as a 100% positive yes, planet. Yes. And it is not oh, all the time. No. Jupiter is the planet. It's of a, gifts, it will give you things is. that you have to do the work. If you are not doing the work, then you are not going to reap the benefits. And it will give you more benefits than maybe a person without, you know, Jupiter in, in whatever specific area yeah. is in your chart. But if you're not doing what it asks of you, you're not going to get those benefits from yes. it. Yes, Jupiter is karma. I mean, it is. It's a, it's a planet of karma. And with karma, it's not always negative or positive. It is. It is reaping what you've sown. It is, have you done the work mindfully? And have you done what really the universe, you know, has been asking of you energetically? And if you have been doing work and if you've been, you know, promoted and really focused on growth, then I would say you probably will reap a lot of positive benefits from it. But if you found yourself stuck in stagnant situations and just, again, biding your time in places that don't matter to you, you're probably going to have a lot of revelations and realizations that, okay, this isn't going to move forward. And that's, again, where the square comes in, yep. where it forces you to kind of redirect and go back and say, okay, I need to reassess the situation because something needs to change and maybe it's me, maybe it's my values, maybe it's, you know, where I want to be moving forward and am I really taking the steps necessary in order to get there. Yep, and when Jupiter is in a square to any planet, especially those planets that are inner planets that are closer to the sun, you're going to find that this is an ego-based aspect when yes. it's a difficult aspect. So square opposition are the difficult aspects. The opposition, of course, is about balance and the square is going to be causing friction. So specifically with this square to Venus and Aries, you know, Venus and Aries is kind of a, a selfish placement. It can be. It's a very mm-hmm. fiery, passionate. Self-focused yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. This is the type of person that, you know, we joke about all the time. We say, you know, 
I am who I am. And if you don't <laughs> yeah. like me, it's probably you. It's not yes. me. Like, I'm very comfortable with who I am. It's other people. It's never me. Yes. It's so and it's Jupiter's good because it's a it's an aspect it. of yeah. comfortability with themselves, but it also can get Jupiter, or it can get, you know, Aries, Venus into trouble a little bit. Especially with Jupiter and Karma sitting there saying, yes. okay, have you been on your best behavior? Yes. Have you been a little bit self-focused or have you been giving to others? Yes, have and you- this aspect is asking you to look internally mm-hmm. and say, is it me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it me? Is it, is it possible that i The mirror reflected I'm, back. Yes. Exactly. The mirror. Yes. Is, is it possible that I'm the one that's actually causing these problems? Am I making excuses for my behavior? Yes. And, you know, kind of pushing my own personal issues onto other people. So mm-hmm. this is definitely asking you to look a little bit more inside of yourself, especially if you have Aries anywhere in your chart. Yeah. With, especially with the personal plans. So if sun, moon, Aries you're being asked to look internally a little bit more, especially in your relationships and your relationship with yourself. Yeah. And uh, the aspect too that I've thought about with Venus and Aries and Jupiter and Capricorn, um, you could also find yourself maybe on the end of the spectrum where maybe you're in karmic situations and relationships where there's no growth. There's no growth orientation. You are a little bit stifled or held back in situations. And this would be really sitting, contemplating, going inside and asking why. You know, why am I in this situation or why am I in these connections? What can I do to change this? How do I need to shift moving forward? You know, because a lot of the times we find ourselves in situations that are karmically based. And by that, I mean it's a cycle. And until you kind of recognize and break the cycle, it tends to kind of repeat until you've really learned a lesson. Exactly. You know, whether it's asserting yourself more or whether it's asserting yourself less and being a little bit more gentle, a little bit more fluid. It's about learning the balance and finding that within you. Exactly. And so, yeah. Um, oh, we also wanted to mention too that if you can find your your birth time mm-hmm. and you can figure out the houses um, that are, are in your birth chart and where everything is placed, it's going to be definitely more helpful to you because the houses are kind of representative of what areas of life that this stuff's going to be focused on. So where seventh house is going to be about relationships, it's going to be about close partnerships. So any kind of like, you know, close business partnerships, yes. close, um, uh, even friendships, close friendships, close love relationships. I was about to say, my Capricorn, I have a stellium, which is three planets in my seventh house. Mm-hmm. And so this period has been about partnerships, whether it's in business and doing things together, or whether it's in my romantic situations or with my friendships. Things Absolutely. have been shifting and changing and really going in and becoming a lot deeper yep. because of it, which and is beautiful. for me, it's been ninth house stuff, which yeah. is all about philosophy and about my belief systems in life. They've definitely been shifting a yeah. lot about like higher learning, that type yeah. of stuff. I've been, all of a sudden things are very, very different about the way that I'm seeing the world. So. Yes. Yeah, so definitely if you are able to get your house information, that's great. And if not, and that is something that you are just absolutely confused about, then just ignore that completely and don't worry about it because the rest of the stuff that we're going to talk about is stuff that is happening to everyone. Yes, it's a collective thing. I will say, though, if um, house house placements are something that you are wanting to learn about and, you know, maybe it's a little bit overwhelming or maybe it's just... Too much, I can understand, because not everyone <laughs> dives deep into this and just gets it offhand. You yep. know, it takes time. It is a learning curve. Uh, we are actually, we do have the podcast coming up on Sundays, which go into charts. Yep. We break down piece by piece. This Sunday is going to be about your sun sign. We will go through each sun sign, give a little bit of, um, you know, a summary of the energies, and then we're going to go into specific house placements. So, you know, with your sun being in your first house, what that means, what your sun in your seventh house would mean, and... 
we're actually going to move forward and do all of the planets in this series and it's going to be pretty amazing. It's going to be super helpful because this is something that will help you be able to finally understand your chart and use those tools to, I mean, really, really shift and have a better understanding of your astrological blueprints that were here the day you were born, the exact moment you came in, you came in with this chart and it was for a reason. Yep. So if you are new to astrology and you're confused, you can tune into us on Sundays and it's going to be a little bit easier to kind of figure that out. We'll take piece you step by, by piece. Step. Yes. <laughs> It'll be good. Okay. So we are hopping into Aries moon conjunct Chiron and Aries. Right. So first the, the, the moon is going to be, we're going to have a new moon in, in Pisces, Pisces, but because we are right now talking about the little bit more difficult or yeah. uh, energetically intense aspects. Yeah, we're going to talk about kind of that T square and what this is going to do. So what what day is this happening? Do we know? The moon. Middle of the week? Yes. It'll okay. be midweek. About midweek. We're going to be seeing the Aries moon conjunct Chiron. And so what that's going to do is with that T-square aspect, it is going to light it up. Yes. You're going to have moments of absolute emotional intensity. You might find yourself getting very frustrated. Mm-hmm. And not knowing why. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you want to figure out why. Yep. It could be completely an internally thing, obviously. Yes. on all the aspects in your own personal chart, or it could be external stuff. You could be seeing things happening outside of you. you <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. frustrated Watching with other people, people, yes. And it could be specific situations that aren't working out how you want them to, and what that is asking you to do mm-hmm. is emotionally just let it be. Yes, and I will say, too, that you could find little triggers coming up left and right that you never even thought about or knew existed. That's a thing, especially with it being conjunct Chiron like that, because it's going to bring it to the surface to really bring awareness to mm-hmm. you. And so if you find yourself in a situation where all of a sudden you're getting upset or you're getting frustrated over it, the best thing to do, again, would be to just let it be and flow. And I would also say to just, I mean, feel it for a minute. You know, feel it. Don't just shove it down, push it off, throw it out. Feel it. And then flow with it. Exactly. You know, allow it. Allow it to be what it is. It's an emotion. Emotion is energy in motion. That's what it means. And it's a reason. There's a reason that energy is emotion. So be mindful about it. But yeah, flow with it. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And now to the more soft yes. aspects we are going through. <laughs> Which we all love because it's magical Pisces season. Yes, we're going through. So it's much Pisces, Pisces season. So, yeah, yeah, Pisces. Y'all are magic this Yes, month. and magic. all of this beautiful energy in yes. Pisces right now. Even with Mercury retrograde there right now, it's still kind of wonderful Energy we're we're going to be dealing with it with the sun and Mercury and the the beginning of the week before we have the Aries moon. Yes, we'll have the new moon on the twenty fourth, night of the twenty third, going into twenty fourth. All right, yeah. So we're having a new moon that is going to be going to Pisces, and there is so beautiful beautiful energies (laughs) that are happening right now from there. Okay, so some of the aspects there, because to put it in layman's terms, I guess we have three planets in Pisces. We're going to have three planets in Capricorn. And then we are also going to have Uranus and Taurus there as well. Yep. And what that means right now for us is that um, the... Collective. Yes. The planets in Pisces are going to be in an aspect called a sextile, which mm-hmm. is a soft aspect. It's yes, similar to it's a very trine, nice. which is also a soft aspect, but a little bit more um, You can work with the energy. Yes. It's, yes. it's not so like in your face. So yeah. we're, we're dealing with a sextile there. And so a lot of the energy that is going on in Capricorn that is going to be kind of causing us frustration and fear of failure Mm -hmm. and and not wanting to go go after or feeling like you need to go after these things and stuff, you're going to find it's being softened by these aspects 
from Pisces, especially yeah. with a Mercury retrograde. You're yes. Gonna be, it's going to be, well, <laughs> it depends. If you're naturally somebody with a Mercury retrograde in like your, your birth chart, yeah, both yeah. of us have that. <laughs> it's something that actually is going to be more comfortable. People get kind of confused about that. Sometimes they think, oh, Mercury retrograde is happening right now. Mm-hmm. It's causing all kinds of haywire stuff. And don't get me wrong, it does. <laughs> like, just for instance, we pre-recorded this podcast yesterday, or we thought we had. Yes. And we finished, we had a nice, beautiful 40 minutes into it, 30 minutes into it, and realized that after hitting record, somehow it stopped recording. Yeah. And it never recorded any of it. None of it. So, yeah. Yes. So, obviously, that's Mercury retrograde. <laughs> it's causing all kinds of problems. But um, yes. when you have a natal Mercury retrograde, also, it, it makes you feel more comfortable. You because do. it's it's the You're more natural expressive. way of of your, yeah. your being. It's, it's how your brain works naturally. Yes. It's how you communicate naturally. So it's something that you're going to be a little bit more comfortable with. Um, and if you think about the sign of Pisces too, which is so beautiful, having so many placements, you know, Pisces is free flowing. It's mutable water. It flows through emotions. It flows through energy beautifully. Also Pisces, they, they're very creative. It's a very artistic yes. sign and it's very spiritually aware, yep. you know, and, and it, it is, it's very much, you know, this is where you see people that do beautiful arts and create beautiful masterpieces. And, you know, you have people that are empaths and such where you're able to just really tune into things. And it, it, it's a beautiful aspect because with Capricorn specifically, I would say it's going to take the beautiful energy that you're feeling and create something with it. Utilize the Capricorn energy to make something happen with that. Yep. You're going to feel that natural kind of flow with life that Pisces Mm -hmm. already kind of has, but it's just going to kind of be amplified. Yes. It's going to, you might all of a sudden find you're getting new ideas and new inspiration and it's going to be, yeah, just this really like comfortable place for Pisces to be. Even with that T-square going on and stuff, Mm -hmm. Pisces is probably gonna be a lot less intensely aspected yeah by this, you guys are gonna have epiphanies yeah they're yes. not they're not naturally people that are like the you know we have to just like all of a sudden just get it all done at one time yeah well they innately trust that's yes. the thing i think like a lot of pisces especially in you know that i know personally they have just an innate trust that things are going to work out as they should they just kind of flow with things um i would say with it sextiling over to uranus and taurus mm-hmm It's going to be beautiful because the sextile is going to create this magic when it comes to finances and values. So maybe, you know, it could be reaching new heights when it comes to ideas on how to make money. It could also be valuing yourself and seeing yourself in a new light, in a a softer light, in a more fluid light, which is beautiful too. And for Taurus, it's going to be, I feel like, a great thing too because you're honest in Taurus – has been giving Taurus a kick in the butt. Let's be real. Yes. But very much. with Pisces there, it's a kick in the butt, but it's in a very creative sense. It's like, are you doing something that you're able to express yourself with? Mm-hmm. Are you just doing the nine to five? Are you taking time for yourself to do things that are creative for you? Because Taurus is a creative sign. Yep. I mean, they, they are Venetian rule. They love beautiful things. They love to make and craft. So this would be for Taurus, I say, a call to really find something that you're passionate about creating whether it's writing or painting or drawing or singing or reading, whatever it is for you, it would just be taking that beautiful Pisces magic and applying it into something, again, that you can, you know, craft, create, and really you bring to fruition. Yep, and your honest is also an aspect to some of those parts of that T-square too. Yes, Capricorn. Yep. <laughs> it's an aspect to some, and Cancer, and the North Node Cancer too. Yep. Yeah, so we're seeing, especially with Uranus, Uranus is a tendency of... They zap you. Yes, they zap you. <laughs> yeah. It is this, all of a sudden... It is the just, tower in, it is. in tarot. It is you like... You'll have these moments all of a sudden where it's just this intensity. It could be from internal, yes. it could be from external, 
but things will just happen again. Like with the podcast, it's like it was this specific <laughs> this instance moment. where like so frustrating, but it's yes. okay. Um, but yeah, so like you're going to find Uranus actually has a big play in this right now, especially because it it's such a slow moving planet. Um, it, it could be a lot of small things. It could be moments of big things. Yes. Um, but yeah, if you have any kind of, of planets that are in aspect to Uranus right now, you're going to be yeah. feeling this So a anything lot. that aspects Taurus in particular, yes. I would say, um, yeah, you're going to, you're going to definitely be feeling it. And, you know, Uranus takes about seven years to go through a sign. So my fellow Taurus people get ready because you're going to be feeling it kind of brewing for a little while. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily I wouldn't denote Uranus with the negative by any means no, because it's, it's kind of neutral it's yeah it's it's more of a it's like a, a zap to make you aware yep I'm aware in the moment and it gives I, whatever it's touching more energy yes it does so if it's touching something positively like it's aspecting Pisces yes it would definitely be adding you know again like epiphanies or just like creative just spurts coming in of just oh I have to make this or oh that would be a great idea you'll find that a little bit more and more especially when it comes to Taurus, because they're, again, they're Earth. So it is definitely fixed Earth, as in they like to make things that are tangible, you know, things mm-hmm. that are of the physical senses, so. Yep, so if it's aspecting positive, like you said, then it's going to be yeah. kind of positive moments where all of a sudden yeah. good things happen. But if you have the negative aspects where it's mm-hmm. happening, especially with this T-square right now, you're probably actually going to be finding, especially if you have Aries placements because of where the apex is, again, yes. with the Chiron. So because it is activating this aspect of this T-square, there is probably going to be moments of absolute frustration when things do not work out the way that you thought you might have. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say, well, maybe job loss too. It could, yeah. be, it could be difficulties with work. It could be just, it's going to be... Even family issues to an extent. Yeah, because, because of the Chiron being there and you have Saturn... Oh, Saturn and Capricorn too. is your father. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could be experiencing healing or recognizing wounds when it came to, you know, your relationship with your mother or your father. You know, how you were raised as a child or things you experienced or witnessed or any issues or wounding you had from there could be really kind of being triggered to become aware and, and work through it. Absolutely. I mean, it is. And, it's, and the way to do it is not to go outside externally to yourself and pour your energy there the key is definitely going to be that cancer north node going in because cancer they are the home bodies mm-hmm. and your home in your body therefore going inside and doing that work and the pruning there is going to really benefit you moving forward exactly so really the the place of healing here is going to be moving yeah more toward yeah, that cancer north forward. node yeah. and not being so um Got to get it done right now. Type. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to just let it be. Allowing it. Yep. Yes, yes. And I will say, um, this year, a little fun fact: it is the year of the emperor. It's numerology. It's year four, and year four is about building substantial things. It's about you know creating your foundation. It's laying the groundwork. It is finding stability. And with this energy, it's finding the stability within yourself. Mm-hmm. And the emperor, we talked about divine masculine earlier. The emperor is the divine masculine. It is definitely calling the energy forward for introspection when it's introspection when it's needed as far as healing, but proactiveness too when it comes to those things. So, you know, not just saying, oh, well, I, I know that I have, you know, abandonment issues or I have issues with detachment and I keep a wall up. It's proactively acknowledging it and saying okay this is something I need to work on this is something I need to work towards in order to heal it and move forward with it and it's leading up to next year it's a higher font year 
and the Hierophant is the teacher and the student, the student and the teacher. So you'll find the beauty with Chiron especially can be that as you start to heal, you help heal others along the way. Absolutely. And as you're healing others, you find that you start to really work through and heal wounds inside yourself. Yeah, you kind of start to heal the collective. Yes, yeah. which is beautiful. It's, it's this kind of collective place of, you know, you're kind of working on that that root chakra. Yes. Of trusting in the process of life <laughs> yes. and feeling comfortable being here and not feeling like you constantly have to have control over everything that's going on around you. You know what, though? I would say, yeah, root chakra and then I would say your third eye. Because Pisces. Yes. That Pisces high too. priestess energy. Mm-hmm. Pisces is the high priestess in divination. And the high priestess is the subconscious. She yeah. is wonderful when it comes to experiencing. And she is equipped to handle, you know, the energies and to understand what is unknown. And so that's really cool. Yeah, like a balance. A balancing act almost between those two. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like the, the last major aspect that we're looking at right now is is, uh, is that Neptune trying Jupiter. Which is phenomenal. It is where the magic <laughs> is magic. happening. Neptune Dreams, in visions. Pisces. Yes. Neptune and Pisces. That is the one. So like this is, again, all this Pisces energy that's happening right now. If you are a Pisces, right now is a good time for you to work on projects of almost any kind because you're going to yes. find you're having all this inspiration yes. that is going to be happening. You're going to have, especially with... Uranus, we're going to talk about Uranus again. Like, it's just going to zap you all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You're going to have all this inspiration where you have moments where you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm just, this project all of a sudden I want to work yes. on, these things I want to do. And I'm finding, so yeah, you're going to... You could have having... opportunities in career too. Mm-hmm. Ab- abundant opportunities coming your way, potential to really grow things, yep, maybe growing a business, you know, growing, um, you know, taking something maybe that you love to do as a passion project and being able to turn it to something of financial substance too. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing too. And really it's just all of this that's going on right now, the difficulties that that Neptune trying Jupiter is really going to soften yeah. all of this. It is going to give you, like I said, these moments of inspiration, but it, it's going to give you this kind of sense of peace about it. Yes. It's going to make it easier to go inside and it's going to make it kind of more of a natural thing to, to turn yeah. internally and go, you know, what's going on with me? Like more spirit. Yeah. Less it's going to, yeah, exactly. That's it's going to bring you to more of a spiritual for. center. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna make it. It's gonna make it easier and more yeah. natural to go that way instead of having to constantly battle and fight with it. Yes, to which force is you to. what we want. That is probably the biggest key is flow. I would say flow, flow, this, flow, flow. <laughs> this sign's probably. I mean, this aspect's gonna be around for a little bit because it's mm-hmm. they're slower moving planets, especially Neptune. So and yeah, Uranus too. Uranus yeah, exactly. Uranus slow moving. So. Uranus. So yeah, we're we're definitely gonna see um, a lot of this intensity yeah. um, here in the future. The, definitely collective healing. It's about, yeah, yeah it's spiritual about opening. moving from the ego into the spirit yeah. more. This year is that's, big That's going to that. be the phrase, guys. Less ego, more soul. Yeah, that's 100%. What it is. That's, the, that's the new thing. All right, my friends. Well, that is going to be wrapping up the energies ahead. Um, if you want to find out more information, you can follow us over on Instagram at New Age Know How. And then you can also email us with any kind of, you know, thoughts, ideas, any topics you, you know, might want to have discussed on the podcast. We love to hear from you guys. And you can reach us at newagenowhow at gmail.com. And um, yeah, that's going to be us signing off for the night. Uh, Have a fantastic Friday, guys. Thank you guys so much.